Hello and welcome to Talk Chinese, where we teach you Chinese with ease. My name is Xiaolan. I'm going to teach you a useful phrase of Chinese every day. In this episode, we're going to learn how to say recipe in Chinese. We have the author of a beautiful cookbook, Rachel Kelly, the author of The Happy Kitchen. Hi, Rachel. Nihao. 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 Right. Your new book, The Happy Kitchen. It's a recipe book to teach people how to cook, to maintain, and to lift your mood. It's such an interesting subject. Can you please share with us why you came up with the idea? Yes, I have had my own struggles with anxiety and depression in the past, and I wanted to investigate this holistic approach. So I teamed up with a nutritional therapist, my co-author Alice McIntosh. We spent five years trying to analyze exactly where the research was. And what were the dietary interventions and the things you could do to look at the particular symptoms of low mood and, and anxiety? And so, basically, it is a cookbook. It's seventy recipes, but they're with a difference because they are based on one hundred and fifty different scientific studies. Wow! So, recipe is quite an ancient creation. People wanted to learn how to produce beautiful meal. Yeah, and not only healthy and beautiful and enjoyable, and now it's even more important because we can eat healthy food to stay both physical and mentally healthy. Yes, it's interesting that you mention there how it looks because you know we eat with our eyes, and actually one of、um, the problems sometimes that people present with different symptoms, but one problem sometimes when people are are very anxious, they don't eat. Oh, because you know sometimes you know the fear or flight response that there would be that you would empty your stomach to run fast away from the lion.、Mm. So actually, there is an issue around some of the people I work with that we have to make the recipes look very compelling and delicious, and you know look very pretty. So we try to make them colourful with you know pops of pomegranate or maybe a bit of. Uh, you know, bright green spinach or something that looked very attractive, and so it's interesting that recipe also in Chinese is something about it looking beautiful. Yeah, it is actually.、Um, the way to say recipe in Chinese, we say 食谱食谱食谱 and 食 is to eat <laughs> is the action to eat. And at the same time, when you use that as the noun, that means food basically. Okay. It's so logical. Yeah, and then the shape of the character is just the shape of a person eating. Okay. So that means to eat. 食食食食 and then 谱 the third tone 谱 if you put your mouth together and then to say 谱谱谱食谱 and 食谱 is the recipe. 谱 it means actually the manuscript. For anything, could be like a music sheet, could be some、uh, literature. So, 谱 mainly is that manuscript. So, the manuscript to help you to cook then is the recipe. 食谱食谱食谱 So, you wrote the book, The Happy Kitchen, which is a 食谱 and. In the book, you have seventy recipes into seven categories. Yes, our seven categories are. Roughly reflected the way that I worked with Alice over five years in treating my symptoms. So the first chapter is called balanced energy. Then we have beating the blues, nice and calm, mental clarity, hormonal balance, sweet dreams, and finally comfort. The reason we have that order of the seven chapters is those are the symptoms that Alice worked with. So when I first went to see her, I said I still feel quite anxious and I'm not sleeping well. I have a bit of low mood. And she says, "Okay, we're going to leave that for now. We're going to get your energy going." 
So the first chapter is all about energy boosting food. She said, if you have more energy, everything begins to fall into place. You'll start to go exercise, you'll be outside, your digestion will work better. So the first chapter is on energy boosting food. Mm -hmm. And then the next one was, as I say, was on beating the blues. So the next thing was my mood, low mood. Right. It followed a logical pattern of how she addressed each symptom in turn. But the first thing, as I say, was to get energy going. Sure. And then it's also a progressional process. Yeah. That's from something could be quite easy to fix or something more overall to something more specific. Yes, that's exactly right. So Sweet Dreams is very specific about what to do about how to get to sleep mm -hmm. because insomnia is a big characteristic of anxiety. So it's not just what foods to eat, it's also when to eat, how you should eat, the whole philosophy of eating and linking it to other sort of lifestyle because everything fits together. Yeah, it's so interesting that when you say uh, when to eat or what to eat is very much aligned with uh, the Chinese medicine or even like uh, ancient Chinese Buddhism or Indian Buddhism. They actually are very specific. When is the best time for you to eat? Yeah, well, the very first thing Alice did, she set me a timetable. Mm -hmm. She said, we need to work out when are you eating? When are you exercising? When are you working? When are you having fun? When are you seeing your friends? Your body loves routine. Yeah. For example, often with sleep, mm -hmm. we often like at the weekend, we, we lie in and then Sunday we lie in even more. Monday we feel mm -hmm. terrible. Whereas if we roughly get up the same time, Monday through till Sunday, and we go to bed roughly the same time. And the same with food. Our system likes it when we eat in a kind of regular way. Yeah, no, that's so interesting because like in ancient Chinese medicine, they will look at the internal organs. For example, they will say the best time for the livers to repair is at night from 11 o'clock yes. until 2 o'clock. Yes. And then at that time, resting would be the most beneficial for your liver. And then at the same time, they will look into individual organ to say when is the best time to do what. Yeah. So that's so interesting. It's all converged now. Yeah, it makes absolutely total sense. So, for example, a lot of people in the West, they tend to eat very late. Spanish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Eating at midnight. But in fact, it's very good to you eat a bit earlier than your system. You can digest first. And then when you sleep, your sleep is more restorative and repairing because you're not also digesting food. Sure. Can you share with us in your book, The Happy Kitchen, Kuala Chufang, there are 70 recipes. Yes. Are there some of them been inspired by, like, for example, Chinese culture and the recipes we know is shipu. So is there anything uh, from Chinese shipu you can share with us? We have quite a few pancake recipes and I love the Chinese duck with the pancake. Yes. For example, we have a spelt and spinach crepe which we serve with avocado and salmon. And we have that in our balanced energy chapter, our first chapter, because the spinach is very good for iron. The spelt is a slow release carbohydrate, so it doesn't give you a sugar spike because if you want steady energy, you don't want sugar highs and lows. So, and then we have other, a few other pancakes. So that has a little bit of a Chinese touch, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay, shall we cook together next time? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, must come, you come for dinner, I cook for you. <laughs> that will be fun. And you come for dinner, I'll make some healthy Chinese dumpling gluten-free oh, for you. yeah, yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Rachel, for joining us. And thank you for listening to Talk Chinese. Today, we talk about happy recipe, Kuala Shipu. I hope you enjoy it. Please don't forget to rate us, review us, and share what you have learned. And don't forget to read the book, The Happy Kitchen. Thank you, Rachel. My pleasure. Thank you. 再见。